Now, Home Affairs uh, will this weekend be doing a follow-up to a pilot that they started uh, where they are availed, uh, availing officials during the weekends at all healthcare facilities with maternity wards. And this, of course, in order to fast-track registration of newborn babies at the medical facilities where the children are born. A family has up to 30 days to register a birth, and registration of birth after 30 days is considered to be a late registration and additional requirements apply. So to talk about this a little bit more and how um, uh, the lockdown has actually affected all of these processes, we join on the line by Deputy Minister of Home Affairs, Mr. Njabulo Nzuza. Mr. Nzuza, thanks for your time. Welcome to Update at Noon. Good day, Fatina, and good good day to all the listeners at home. Uh, such an important subject, Mr. Nzuza, given uh, the lockdown and how uh, registration processes were affected because there was a freeze at some point last year. So please just speak to us about the backlog that resulted and also how the department is dealing with that backlog. Yes, look, Sakina, before we, when we firstly entered uh, lockdown, remember there were restrictions of movement and very limited services at home affairs. We then had to, which resulted into a backlog that we had to catch up with. We eventually caught up with the backlog. But on average, we'll normally in a year register just above 800,000 uh, children uh, in terms of bed registration. But because of COVID, we have had to reduce that number and review it. So our target now is 750 because we understand that most people in terms of movement were interfered. And at some point, we had to close our health uh, facilities uh, due to COVID. Now, the situation is that Department of Health has allowed us to go back to health facilities because currently we have presence in 391 health facilities across the country. Our target is that we must, by 2024, reach 1,445. The purpose of doing that is that we want to make sure that every child that is born they must leave a hospital with a bad certificate. Because if they don't, you know, it really hampers their life in the future. I mean, if you imagine a child that lives without a bad certificate, it means they will have problems in terms of social welfare. They will have problems in terms of being added to their parents' uh, medical aid and all other, you know, difficulties that will come with it. So now what we've done is that we want to catch up and make sure that uh, we do this program so last week we ran it and it resulted into about 6,463 bets that were registered in a weekend. Again, we are now targeting that by next week, Wednesday, we should have done around about, around about 19,000, which will then bring us to 750,000. If you've just joined us, uh, we are talking about the Department of Home Affairs uh, uh, doing follow-ups to a pilot and also uh, going back into healthcare facilities, medical facilities um, or that have maternity wards so as to fast-track the registration of uh, newborn babies. Uh, this is, of course, a process that was impacted by the lockdown. Uh, Mr. Nzuza, thanks so much for your time once more. So now that um, um, some of these births have now exceeded the 30-day period, uh, this is, of course, the recommended time in which births should be registered. After that, um, Home Affairs says you then um, consider it to be a late registration with additional requirements. So how is that process working now? Well, for people who are going to go on late bed registration, and I must make it very clear, our intention is to register 100% of beds 
within 30 days because it requires us to do quite a lot of verification because the documents that will have been processed will can be easily tempered with and uh, in terms of our own internal control processes where we have seen a number of fraudulent activities happening around people who are, la- are registered late whereas they actually do not qualify for citizenship so that is why you then have to go through that particular stringent process but i, I can say Sakina, that in most cases we have been over the past reducing the number of, of late birth registration and part of the reason why we are now going back to to these health facilities so that we do not have a lot of children that actually are beyond the 30 the 30 day uh, registration period so mostly we have been able to do so it's just a few cases that will remain for late birth registration now as i was indicating that we have about 98% of beds they are happening in the health facilities. For, for us, it's our duty to make sure that we are there when those deaths actually uh, take place. But for all those who are above that period, they will then have to go through a home affairs office and then uh, register there. And then there are verifications that are done with hospitals. But if all documents are there, it's not a much of a difficult process. It becomes much of a difficult process when a person comes with an old child and say, look, this is a 16, 17, 18-year-old child, and they want to register them on the system. It then raises eyebrows for us to say, where has the child been for the past number of years? But at the end of the day, we do not turn that particular child back. We make sure that we take all the necessary documentation, conduct interviews, go to the schools where the child has been attending school, and ultimately make sure that we issue them with the birth certificate. But we strongly encourage that all parents must make sure that they register the birth of their child within 30 days. And how do we meet them halfway? By making sure that we go to the health facilities. For instance, Sakina, this coming weekend, we are going to be present in all hospitals that have maternity wards, which means all hospitals that give birth, even where we are not connected, will have our officials there who will physically, manually register the birth take the forms back to the office, and then we call them to come back to collect their birth certificate. And uh, just a final question, Mr. Nzuza, in terms of um, some of the requirements for uh, late registrations, uh, you, you spoke about you know it being easier to verify if a child was born in a hospital. What if a child was not born in a hospital? What sort of additional uh, information would you require? Well, we are looking at about, uh, just so that we are clear, we are looking at just about 2% of the children who are actually born. So for those ones, we actually need, because when a a child is born, for instance, we then need the details of the parents, uh, as in the mother, the father, to be able to establish their status in the country, whether they are South African. We then need to make sure that there is that uh, card that you get from the clinic in terms of the child visiting the clinic before the child is born. So those are some of the documents that we need. Ms. Nzusa, thank you so much for your time. Uh, that was uh, the uh, Deputy Minister of Home Affairs, Mr. Njabulo Nzusa. And uh, this, uh, as a message out to all parents of newborn babies, uh, the Department of Home Affairs will be out at um, um, uh, just about all medical facilities that have maternity wards in order to fast track the registration of newborn babies. So if you have a newborn baby, um, please make sure that the baby is registered with 
within 30 days because after that it is seen as a late registration which will then require additional information and as you heard Mr. Nzuza say that um, if the birth is even later is is registered even later than that then it does become problematic because it becomes more difficult to actually verify uh, some of the information that they require as home affairs.